Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cosy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Coming at you live, it's Sunday Stories. I think so many people are keyboard activists, right? Everybody's good at sending a tweet about how the world should be and nobody's doing anything about it. And that's just, that is just very much human nature. I'm tired of, of, of CEOs telling me that, you know, uh, millennials these days don't stick around very long. Leaders set the tone. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Sunday Stories with me, your host, Farim Shinzadeh, where we cover ongoing headlines and meet interesting fucking guests. In this episode, I have the honor to have an amazing fashion designer whom has won the Professional Skateboarding Championship in the US, was also one of the founders of the world's leading skateboard magazine, Transworld, and the founder of the skateboard company, Svia. But not to forget the internationally successful clothing company, Odd Molly. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a big welcome to a living legend, Per Holknecht. <laughs> How was that description oh, of you, that's, man? That's, that's pretty good. I, I was going to continue on that list, but I really, yeah, we'll, we'll stop at that for now. Right. We'll, we'll get to more. I I did read a, um, a LinkedIn post from you mm-hmm. that you listed a, a couple of things that was quite incredible <laughs> for your life. Mm. One specific was really interesting, and that was when you said that in ten countries you had been in jail. I think it was something like that. Um, in, overnight imprisoned. Overnight imprisoned. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it, and it's all you know. It's true. It, it's been actually. It's eleven. Um, uh, eleven countries. Yeah, I sort of turn spiteful and playful when I'm when I'm drunk. The drinking side of me is an episode of its own. Well, since yeah. I I have a life as as an addict, and um, it's a companion that I'm not always proud of having played with. But, you know, um, I'm not ashamed of of having played because those nights in Hotel de Police, uh, it's all, you know, results of playing. Yeah. But I got to ask, what did you do? Anything from, you know, being in Germany at the World Championships of Skateboarding and me and three friends, we... We saw a tiny little uh, silly police car at a red light, and uh, we decided to uh, lift it up and walk away with the cops in it. 
No fucking way. And, and, and oh, you know, lift it up. Yeah. How strong are you? Well, there, there were maybe you know six Couple of us. Of them. Okay. Yeah, but it was a, it was a silly little car and yeah. and and, and, and uh, two cops inside and Jesus so we Christ. walked away with the car with the cops inside and <laughs> you know it, it, yeah it's it's probably illegal but it's not a crime well, yeah, you know yeah. it's just stuff like that and and uh, yeah it's regular stuff that people do on Fridays yeah right? th- we've all done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely but uh, yeah I've lived a life with a uh, few limitations I guess yeah. But what country was the worst to be visiting, you know, by the cops? Oh, I think Spain. Spain? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Uh, That was a a time where I I wasn't aware what was going on in San Sebastian with the ETA and all of that. And uh, me and a close friend of mine, we'd been up in the mountains at some restaurant getting drunk. And we came back to town and the whole city was shut off. Huh. And... um, it was all about terrorism, which yeah. is something I learned about later. And uh, so the cop, I mean, the cab driver dropped us off outside of the city. And he said, you know, be careful when you walk into the city. And I guess we just didn't listen. Then I saw a, a, a police um, a van with like 10 soldier officers inside with the shotguns and um, all, all the outfits on. And I decided to, the side sliding door was open. And, and I, f- I found it sort of intimidating. And so I, I, I crawled uh, across a lawn all the way up to the van. And I, I just jumped inside and I shouted like, boom. Oh, my God. That's uh, the worst. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't very smart. And, and so they, they beat the living fuck out of me and, and you know, Jesus broke my jaw and, and whatnot. And, um, and only uh, once in the police station, they told me what was going on. And there had been a, uh, the police had shot a terrorist the day before wow. and they were waiting for retaliation wow and i had no clue i was just drunk fucked up and a skater then, you know just silly stuff and wow. and and yeah but, that. but that's what makes you a living legend in my <laughs> eyes man because you say you have no limitations but but some people they have mm. too much limitations yeah there's there, there's a you know i i could have i could have been a little bit more careful yeah. along the way but you know I, i'm a i grew up um I was very uh, a very good student in, in school. My mom was uh, the principal of my school. My father was the chief of police of my wow. hometown. Wow. Lots of expectations on a child who yeah. was also very good um, at math and all of that. And uh, so I rebelled when I was fifteen. Of course, you know, and, and that that's no big surprise. You know, you want because you want to have friends, and my friends didn't even dare to come to my house. Wow. And so I wanted to show, you know, my buddies that uh, I wasn't going to be like my folks. But it was in sixth grade in school. Right. I had, you know, top grades in, in everything. And I decided to change that. I wanted to go bad. My grades went from top to bottom. And then I, you know, I, I ended up on the sort of on the outskirts of good kids. Yeah. And uh, so the offsprings of us, we, we started shaping our own little community. And it was skateboarding that united us, mm. kids that had uh, troublesome school uh, growing up. Yeah. So we, we built our own little world of taking care of each other and, and um, giving each other you know, the love that society didn't give us, yeah. really. And, um, and we invented skateboarding. And we invented all that came with it. We built our own world. We, we built our own skateboards. We made our own clothing we started making our own magazines and mm-hmm. it was the best schooling for me Damn. as an entrepreneur today yeah. looking back at those days because we had to invent our of own course. world of course and um and 
I, I, I talk about the magic of the of the tiny moments because if it, you know, I, I've started a, a publishing company that in the end had a lot of. It was big. It was yeah. uh, later bought by one of the bigger publicists, and um, I have to thank skateboarding for that because mm. we wanted to to. Um, Learn how to make a magazine, and, and a lot of the kids they didn't even learn English in school. Of course, and they started reading skateboarding magazines, and they wow. spoke fluent English thanks to skateboarding. That's amazing. And they got lives, yeah. and, and we all turned into you know creative little motherfuckers. Did you have a computer by that time? Oh no! no. <laughs> so you were basically writing. <laughs> no, a no, no, no. We, we we didn't have calculators. I right. mean, no, it was all uh, handmade. My first magazine that I made, I, I it was something called Letra Set which was big sheets of letters that you rubbed onto paper. Huh. And, and I made a, a whole magazine called CP Skateboard News, uh, just rubbing letter wow. by letter by letter. Wow. It was all crooked and, and analog, but it had its charm. Creative and, and as fuck. And it, well, you know, it led me on to a path to later become a publicist. Yeah. And, and uh, as a skateboarder, I, I, I got better than my friends, and I don't think I was better, but I was the only kid who was using skateboard pads. But at the time, at, at the time, there was no such thing as skateboarding pads, so I had to wear hockey gear. And I looked like the worst geek, but I, I dared more I than my friends. That. I got hurt less than my friends. Huh. I, I dared tougher tricks than my friends. And, um, and one day I said to myself, you know, I, I, I certainly don't want to quit skateboarding the way I do but I want to quit looking like a fucking dork. So I, I, I asked my mom to teach me how to sew so I could make myself a pair of big, huge fucking pants wow. to hide my hockey gear underneath. And that's where my fashion career started. Damn. Wow. And those are the little tiny moments of decisions that you later in life, I turned 60 a week ago yesterday. Congratulations, man. When you look back in the, in, in the rear view, uh, you understand yeah. what made your life. It's not the big ringing the the bell at Nasdaq, which exactly. I have done, it, that's th that's not the big t moment, you know. Right. The moment is the tiny moment that started it all. Of course. That's why I say to kids out there, you know, do a lot of stuff. It doesn't have to make sense. Exactly. It doesn't have to have a huge plan. People, the, the people today, they say, oh, get up at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. You've got to have really, you know, detailed targets and goals. And right. I say, no, just do a whole lot of fucking stuff. <laughs> Because later on in life, you'll, yeah. you know, you'll look back and you'll understand that it, it wasn't the wisdom that took you there. It was the craziness that exactly. took you there. But I feel like that's really hard to combine with the, with the rules and, and the expectation of the society today. You uh -huh. know? Because the society, you know, in certain countries, it's even worse. If you don't have an education of a higher level, uh -huh. you are you know, seen as an outlaw. Well, yeah, I, I, I think that I'm an entrepreneur mainly because I can't get a job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I apply for jobs all the time, and nobody wants me. That's crazy. Somebody said, you know, you got to take you got to take away a whole lot of stuff from your CV because you've got too much. I mean, <sighs> I have one so far. I think never heard that before, man. <laughs> no, but how often when you read uh, an ad for a job do you read? We're looking for someone who was actually awarded Swedish Export Company of the exactly. Year, Corporate Founder of the Year. Um, f designer of the year. You don't see no, that in ads. No, definitely not. And I have 18 of those of the year. Yeah. So if I take away 17 of them, they can probably pinpoint one skill that they're comfortable with. True. But Would I can't get a job now. 
But you have multiple jobs. I mean, I, I, I work. Th- right. Yeah. But people don't hire me. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, you have so much content out there. Yeah. And I, you know what I love about your uh, being active in social media is that you're one of the few people that actually says the truth uh. or trying to make uh, some sense. Other <laughs> people will go like, hey, I uh, hope you had a great day. And here's some facts about how dr- have a company, yeah. but you were actually like... And then they quote Steve Jobs. Exactly, and, and <laughs> exactly. But I don't remember when you posted it, but it was about having copyrights for branding, I think. Well, branding is my greater passion yeah. in business, yeah. A- and you said something that you tried to explain for the CEO how important it was to have the ownership of the uh-huh. brand. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think he said no, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> what did you do? Oh, I registered the brand. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I see it all the time. I like to register brands because, um, like when um, Donald Trump, yeah. you know, his twi- mistweet some years ago when he wrote Cove Fefe. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? C-O-V-F-E-F-E. No, no, and and hmm. he was the laughing stock of the world for a couple of days. And I figured that one day there's going to be a U.S. election and that word is going to be held against him and it's going to be worth something. So I went and registered the, the word that he mistweeted. Jeez. And that's how I work, you know. And, and, wow. and How many do you have? Nah, I don't have a whole lot. I have maybe 15. But that's hell of a lot more than y- people have, yeah. you know. Yeah, and then I challenge uh, brand names. Like, I own Miss World. I own the world's biggest webshop.com. <laughs> Damn. Just little, you know. So you just sit at home and just you think about what's next. The most important thing for me is now I try to, I try to protect companies that I work with. Right. And I work today with a Swedish water company that is uh, exploding right now. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, you know it was voted uh, the number one um, fla- flavored water in the world last right. year. Uh, I'm I'm helping them to uh, internationalize. I can't say the names okay. straight out because I see, I see. I'm in the process of uh, working right. with, a, with right. the trademarks. Yeah. If we have people listening right now, they're so busy with their product or their mm-hmm. service that they're going to sell, and they have a product and, and service focus that is 100%. They want to be better than everybody else. They want their product to yeah. be, be better than everybody else's. It's not. It's probably great as good. But it's not better, you know. And they think that the product is going to win the battle. The product ain't going to win the battle. Mm -hmm. The battle is won by sales strategy or branding strategy. Totally. Probably both. Agree. And you got to learn to see the difference between product and brand. Those are two completely, completely different things. The product is what it does. The brand is what it is. Mm. And if you want to... Let's talk Corona for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> no, pre-Corona, you know, we 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 had capitalism. Yeah, uh, capitalism means uh, maximizing profits. Um, if so, if you have to kill people, but yeah. you got to maximize profits. Those are called ugly profits. And for the future, now we we got some some acceleration through COVID nineteen that is going to lead us towards beautiful profits. Yeah. Customers are going to buy. Uh, conscious profits and they want to associate with brands Mm -hmm. that are clean clear beautiful honest Mm. and have a purpose or a passion right and up until corona the older people such as i or people around me we were laughing at the kids coming out there you know with their fists raised they're taking over. They're yeah. taking fucking over. Definitely. And they're making their parents listen. They're making their parents change, their cousin change. And soon we will come to a point in the marketplace, 
and it is very close, that these people will be in majority. Yeah. The product that was conscience clean, that used to cost more, mm. will now be consumed by, by more people, and prices will level down mm. on the clean product. Right. And the ugly product, the price is going to up, go up as demand lowers. Right. So we're going to see a huge turnaround now that is coming through digitalizations and beautiful profits. Something is also included in what we call the fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, right. And we're right now in the middle of it. Hmm. Do you have any examples for products that are, that are on the way of this? The demand is going down and the, the, the price is going Everything up. Everything that says ecological before it. Hmm. Coffee, right. cotton. Yeah. Used to cost more. Yeah. But if we buy more of it, prices will go down. Definitely. And the non-ecological will go up. Right. And this is actually a win-win situation. So the only thing is that companies that are now led by old people, they don't believe in the future. Yeah. They, Kodak, some years ago, exactly. they said, what's a digital camera? Let's not take that seriously. Crazy. And on Monday, <coughs> 172,000 people were feeding fucking pigeons because yeah. they were bankrupt. We've got to start listening to what's going on. Exactly. And, you know, and embrace it instead of fight it. It depends what kind of leader you listen to. Some leaders say, you know, it's very inefficient to be the first mover, right? From a branding inside or, or a product side. But in marketing or, or, or branding, there's a thin line of being on the edge. I think that people are, uh, or companies or corporations or brands or products are competing all together on a vertical ladder, mm. which means that they're trying to be better than the other ones. Yeah. And trying to be better than everybody else in everything, in every matter, is uh, costly, and it's short-term, and it's basically impossible. It's so much easier, cheaper, and far more fun to take a different path. Yeah. To go to the side. True. And also, <laughs> if you try to be perfect and beautiful and the best, that's, pr that's fucking provocative. I hate people. Yeah. I hate people that are trying to be perfect, beautiful, and you best. You mean every kind of Because we have <laughs> nothing in common. Yeah. But a person or a brand that is human and heartful and humble, right. I want to hang with that one. Yeah. If it's also a little bit of spiteful and fun and crazy, that's mine. If we, let's talk brand in, in a more clear example. Slatan uh, Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Oh, that's a good brand. His product is football, yeah. scoring, bicicleta. His brand is the lion, right. the courage, the right. craziness. Yeah. That is as evident as to product and brand as you can be hmm. in a perfect combination. And if you ask yourself, if you run a brand today or you listener run a brand today, today is perfect, by the way, in COVID-19 days, to change or add to the brand. Ask yourself, in three years... If you ask a stranger about your brand, what do you want them to say? What does it stand for? And that you start working on today. And understand that brand and product is different. If I say to you, what is brand? What is, tell me about your brand. If you say, oh, it's a technical product that will solve this. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's not the brand. That's the fucking product. That's the football. That's true. We love courage because we're cowards. Hmm. We have courage within so if somebody stands up and shows courage, 
we follow, but we don't take the lead. And we love people that have courage to challenge guys bigger than themselves. Hmm. People always go for the little guy in the fight. Let me give you an example. Absolutely. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Wow. She the really made a voice. The world's smallest voice. Yeah. Thinnest personality. Yeah. Challenges the world powers. And like a fucking science fiction movie, yeah. she's shaking hands with she the Pope. She's hugging Greta Merkel. And she's getting shit by Donald Trump. Exactly. So people follow courage for the ones that actually challenge powers bigger than themselves yeah. or now the ugliness from um, ugly business in the past. Monsanto, they're fucking dead any day. <laughs> banks, the greediness yeah. from the banks. I know, right? There will come alternatives that are digitalized beyond fucking reach. They already exist. Yes, you know? and, yeah, and, they yeah, and they're yeah. taking over yeah. because the more people that buy them, the cheaper they get, the better they get. And the more we expose the greediness of the banks. True. That is oh. true. No, no, it's, it's very true. Let me give another example. Yeah. Um, I, I, I ran a skateboarding distribution company back in the late uh, 80s. And we did exceptionally well. I mean, we earned huge money and we took over the marketplace. We awoke something that had been asleep for a while. But it was a, a short stock turnover time for each product. And mm -hmm. we, we ended up with a whole lot of dead stock. And then I came up with this exquisite idea that how about if we launch these fucking old skateboards yeah. as brand new in Poland? In Poland? So we went wow. to Poland and opened up a skateboard shop huh. and launched our product because the information that these products were actually old didn't reach Poland until That's a smart. year later. Smart. <laughs> wow. And then wow. we did the same in Hungary and, and so forth. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but that wouldn't work today. No, because information is too quick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely is. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the documentary of of I Fire? I've never seen a documentary. You've never seen a documentary. And I've never listened to a podcast. Wow. Okay. I, I haven't read a book since <laughs> 1972. <laughs> and you I know so much. I don't watch movies. I don't listen to music. No. But no music at all. No. Wow. Passively, wow. but I don't. How do you How do you live, man? I mean, like, I think. Yeah. There, I think, therefore, I am. Yeah, but uh, when you take a walk on the streets, I mean, that's my perfect entertainment. That's yeah. my dream because I can watch nature, I can watch people, I can watch reality. That's incredible. And trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, yeah. I can incredible. look at people. How do they feel? What's the mood like? Yeah. My God, sh that lady over there. Am I, I? Am I the only person that sees that she's lonely? That that's a something that you have that I think that the younger generation doesn't have. No, they don't. And, and they have tunnel vision today. Yeah. But because we think that knowledge has to be collected in seconds, uh -huh. and we always want to get that first, yeah. you know, get that news first, yeah. and get that new music. But it's that's already going secondhand out. smoke. Once you have it, you know, you share it with ten billion people. Yeah, definitely. I think the last book I actually, um, I'm terrified of flying, so I decided to learn how to fly. Amazing. So now I'm by yourself, right? Like well, you keep well, yeah, flying I, had, by I had a teacher, but yeah. I, I now I'm a certified pilot. Wow. Yeah. Are we talking about like a small Cessna it's plane? It's a single, or? Uh, single. I can fly a Cessna 157177, wow. but mostly Piper Cherokee PA-28. That's amazing. But, I, you know, that was only to, to prove to myself that fear ain't going to stop me. Yeah. And um, Like you haven't proved Then I had to read that? books. I had to read books because right. there's a lot of theory behind it. 
Right. But I don't read books about management or, or uh, leadership. Or wow. However, um, yesterday at 6 p.m., I finally turned in the manuscript for my new book. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you had to read that one, I guess. And write well, I book. read what I write. Right, exactly. <laughs> so that's your second but book. But uh, that's pretty much what my, uh, I, you know, it's my choice uh, to live my life as what I call on stage. Yeah. I don't want to sit on the stands and watch the stage. I want to be on stage in my own life, and I yeah. want to understand or believe or at least think that I am in the center of my own movie. Yeah, definitely. And that's the choice that I've made. And it may not be a good choice, but it has worked for me. I am a kid who, since I was very, very young, not necessarily have liked myself very much. I still don't. I, my self-confidence is low. My self-esteem is low. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I, oh, I, yes, it yeah, is. Right. When I'm with others and, and so forth. When I'm alone, I'm okay. Mm. Because then I don't fall into comparison. Yeah. Right. But when I go to an award ceremony and, and they give me a trophy calling yeah. me digital um, influencer of the year, I'm saying to myself, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah. I didn't even know I was one. Right. And, and, and how did I fool them? Yeah. And that's pretty much how it goes. I, no, I don't think I'm good enough. And that's probably what makes me good. Yeah, definitely. Because you're humble. You're definitely I try to super be. humble. I try to be. I try to see yeah. people. I try to see people if they're lonely yeah. or if they're cold. You, you had a, a, a conference, and I just loved the, the opening, you know, uh, when you said that you get stressed by intelligent people mm -hmm. and that you were going to take lessons and excel, but you were probably going to cheat. <laughs> and, you know, that kind of says a lot about your personality yeah. Yeah. and makes the audience actually listen to you. I don't remember that speech, but I, yeah. I, I, I have to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I've done so far 1,289 Amazing. speeches Amazing. and I uh, haven't had a manuscript yet yeah. and not a PowerPoint yet. I saw that, too. Yeah, I don't, wow. I, I, I've never made a PowerPoint. Yeah. I've never made, a, made an Excel sheet. Do you know uh, Excel now? That was a couple of years no, ago. No, I do my budgets in, in, budgets in, in, in Word. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. But your bookkeeper must, must be going crazy. No, I'm pretty good with numbers. I, yeah. I, that's, oh. I, I can calculate. I, I can do things in my head. I will do it like you're supposed to. Definitely. And then I step inside that old fucking box and exactly. I don't have a box. I was just counted to mention that because the, the hardest part of thinking outside the box is because you have a box. And yeah. you, don't, you basically... Yeah, what do you have? You, um, you, you, how, you how have your, your brain. How big are those boxes? You guys want to come inside my box? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. No, people would fucking I would freak love out. To. No, you don't want to come inside my head. Really? You, no, I, no, it can't be turned off. Wow. Have you ever sat down with a girl and you ask her, what are you thinking about, honey? And they say, nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck it is going all on? The time. How the hell do you yeah. think about nothing? <laughs> I that think is, fucking all the time. True. That is true. Once I, f once I finish one thought, you know, bam, comes the next one. They're yeah. standing in line. But how do you sort them out? How do you decide which one is worth <sighs> your time? I do one thing at a time. Right. I, and and um, I don't know, play it by ear, uh, fingertip, I don't know. Right now, there's a couple of things that are really urgent to, to get done. I have a really, really important um, phone meeting with the with, uh, United States at 1 o'clock. Amazing. Wow. Huge uh, export move. So could it be Trump? Because we have no, a couple of things that no. you can say to him. I don't think I'd I'd want to do uh, business with him because I I, I would have uh, done business with him twenty five years ago when I was thirty five. Right. 
I'm 60 years old now, and, and uh, I can't afford being around people that I'm not happy with. So today, yeah. I, it, it, there has to be an add value to whatever I do right. because I want to work with people that I, uh, I trust. So mm. in the world, some person that you would love to connect and work with, it could be anyone oh. that you would al- not already have been working with. Oh, if, if there was one person... Oh, it, it would be a person that had technical qualities, right? Because that's uh, my weakness, and um, I, I, I definitely wouldn't want to work with another me. <laughs> a genius? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm a, a marketing genius. genius. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much. I get the I get the job done. Yeah, I get the work done at a low cost. Yeah. Uh, you know, one um, parameter that I, when I work with someone and I ask them to do something and they say yes then I never want to ask again, have you done it? Have you finished it? I want to understand within myself mm-hmm. that that's, that's, that's a handshake, that's a deal. Wow. So get, you know, people yeah. that, I, that I trust get the job done right. and, and understand what I'm really fucking bad at. <laughs> so we're talking about Elon Musk? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's one of them. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not high on superstars. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't idolize classical heroes. I idolize, um, when I go to the gym, which I did when my back was okay, I, I, I'm not the most impressed by the, the super deft, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. muscular pumped type, up. pumped up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm more psyched and fucking inspired by the 73-year-old overweight lady that runs on the treadmill for the first time. Totally get it. She's my hero. Yeah. And, and that's one upside of having had the successes that I have had is I've had this opportunity to come close to my own former heroes. Mm. Because you idolize people when you read about them. And the closer to, to them you come, the more afraid you get because do I deserve to sit next yeah. to Peter Stordalen yeah, or whoever. Yeah. But then again, the closer to them you get, the more you understand that there is the same, same fucking jackass as exactly. you are. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And, and, and every business you. idol that I've met, I mean, they're nothing. Yeah. Or maybe I'm something. I don't know. But I, no, I have torn down every single poster from my walls with pictures of my heroes. And I've put up pictures of myself. That's amazing. Uh, that must at least help your confidence. When I'm alone. Right. When I'm alone. Yeah, 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 That's yeah, why I always yeah. work alone. I love to be alone. Wow. Amazing. Great, man. Uh, <coughs> in, in, in this podcast, we, we also have a, a segment. Mm-hmm. Um, the segment is called True or False. Okay. Uh, and uh, you have done a lot of shit in your life. This is going to be pretty easy for you. So I would give you a statement and, and, and you will just... Uh, Say if it's false. Oh, okay. True. Okay. All right. All right. First question. Uh-huh. Copyrightable is the longest word in the English language that can be written without repeating a letter. Mm, yeah. It's false. It's uncopyrightable. But it was very close. Yeah, but I. It's a tricky question. Well, I didn't see two similar letters. Though. Exactly. That's good. That's good. Okay. Second question. Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb, was afraid of the dark. No. He was actually afraid of the dark. Oh. Yeah. Third question. Uh, 
other than water, coffee is the world's most popular drink. <laughs> what if I, I was going to say beer, but sure, <laughs> coffee. That is true. Yeah. One third of the world <laughs> yeah. is actually consuming. I would say vodka, seeing as there's a well, lot That's because you're Russian. half Russian. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're doing great, my man. Fourth question. China syndrome is what hostages experience when they begin to feel empathy for their captors. No, that's false. True. That's uh, great. You're picking up points, man. You have uh, three left, okay? Dracula was a real-life figure in history. I don't know. Uh, I know for a fact that it's a, it's a pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. You know, I compete in pinball. Yeah, yeah. Worldwide. And you, you, you won a master <laughs> ch- championship, or what was it? I, I, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I have uh, world uh, and European and Swedish titles. Yeah, like, <gasps> right, like nothing. You say it like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. Uh, it Dracula fun, yeah. was, of course, uh, a real human being. Completely right. Yeah. Wow. Good but, job. Uh, but that wasn't his name. That was his uh, nickname, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly. Exactly. 15th century. I don't remember his real name. No. Yeah. yeah. That's co- completely right. Two more to go. The deadliest weapon of World War One was the machine gun. No. That was actually true. Was it? Yeah. Because they had a strategy of of, uh-huh. of, of you know, having frontline runners. Uh-huh. And they would just go up from these, you know, graves that they had, sheltered graves, uh-huh. and just run. And imagine seeing and go that. for it, yeah. But, uh, okay. And then we have the last question. Uh-huh. Pigs cannot see the sky. Oh, yes, they can. That was actually false. It's no, it's they can be on their back. I checked that, but it's physically impossible for, for them to see the sky like they, they don't have the, the the muscle on their back oh, you, you mean all by themselves right, sure exactly. but they can walk up hills uh, yeah they off, yeah they can yeah. they can <laughs> but you so have a half a point half a point You did great. Yep. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, you passed this terrorizing questions. Uh, and uh, and we had a... <laughs> like fucking question. <laughs> yeah, there anyway, are. Okay. So as a conclusion, for young people that starting their careers, because we have a lot of young professionals that mm-hmm. are listening around yeah. the world. Um, Love them. Yeah, and they are the future, you know? Uh, they're not only the future for themselves. They're, exactly. you know, they're going to be the future employers and Definitely. taxpayers. Definitely. So we need them. So what would you say to them? Oh, uh, I can only refer to myself. I, I don't see myself as a teacher in any sense, but I would recommend uh, to take evening classes in marketing economics hmm. to uh, understand and have a platform from which to be crazy. Because if you know that um, there's someone, a goalie behind you, you don't have to look over your shoulder. True. And you can go out there and be the striker. Right. So uh, learn about marketing economics, basic economics. Uh, It would also be to um, don't try to be better than everybody else. Um, Be your own best. And... And uh, 
that I can get down to the boring facts. No problem, know. man. That's what we're here for. Always understand that, you know, things are going to cost more than you want them to, and they're going to bring in less money than you expect yeah. them to, and for sure it's going to take a little bit longer than you want it to. And those three insights are carry them with you and have mm. patience. But also, if you, uh, you know, when I took my pilot's license, my teacher said to me, he said, uh, you know, now once we're on the runway and, and you give full throttle, uh, imagine a line far up ahead. If we are not in the air by then, uh, pull back. Huh. Or you will end up in the salad. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good and that's how I think now in business. Mm. Dare give up. Swallow pride. Your fucking, your kids. And what you do today will be your future. Uh, look back point of the success 30 years later. Yeah. But just do a lot. Yeah. Do a lot. Send letters to the government. Love that. And um, talk to the person that you see being lonely. Yeah. Amazing, man. <clears throat> what about getting, uh, you know, getting in trouble with cops? No, but you Can know that what? Be part of it? You know what? Uh, don't try to, don't hesitate of picking a fight yeah yeah if so on linkedin yeah <laughs> yeah that's good that's yeah. good definitely you know the book that we just turned in yesterday which is a, a book about business it's yeah. a pure business book what's, what's that name so we can I, I can't say the name of the book yet right. you're so secret man you're so secret it's it's a book published by peter stodalen by mm. the way cool that's really cool and it's a book about the about the fourth industrial revolution mm. It's um, it's definitely a um, the first line of the book is go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's the first line of the book. Amazing! Wow, I, I'm not, I'm I am super <laughs> confident that <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are gonna buy that book. Yeah, and I really so really hope that everybody won't love it. <laughs> I need to have seven or eight percent, at least, of the readers to right. hate to hate it. No, no worries. The world is so big; you will have a lot of dislikes. Yeah, mm -hmm. without, Don't worry about without it. friction, no warmth. Yeah, that is true, and that is a great summary for this episode. And uh, thank you so much for having the time, yeah. and uh, good fucking luck with your call in in the states. This was fun. Yeah, this thank was you. Fun. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.